I am not a little afraid of water. I've been in a few boats in my life that were in the water while everybody else on board is having a great time, sailing, getting sun, catching fish. I'm working rescues in my mind. Um, hey guys, uh, what if a pontoon falls off and we all fall in? Or what if the boat tips and we all fall in? Or what if I sneeze too hard and I fall in? I am scared speechless of water, which made for a fun five years in Florida, a state surrounded on three sides by, <laughs> yes, water. You could say water and I are not exactly Facebook friends right now. Our relationship status would be complicated. And many men have tried to teach me how to swim, but it would be easier to heft an overweight hippo backwards up an icy roller coaster track than to teach me how to swim. And I've tried to figure out where my fear of water comes from. I think I found it. Way back when I was a little guy, mom and dad took my sister to swimming classes. And we all stood at the edge of the water and watched the little kids splash from one end of the pool to the other. And all the parents are clapping and cheering. Each kid made it to the edge, elbowed their way out of the pool to a nervous family. But there was one family who still watched and waited for their little swimmer to surface. It was our family. LaShawn was still under the water. You could feel fear. Everyone looked for the missing girl in the pool. Then we saw her two little arms begin to flail for help. And the lifeguard jumped from his station and swam to the middle and rescued my sister. When he brought her to the edge, she was coughing and spitting up water. I realized, even as a little guy, I realized then my sister nearly drowned. That's when I witnessed the unforgiving force of water. And maybe that's why I'm so afraid of the water. Had she been in the pool on her own, she might not have made it out. But she wasn't on her own. She was surrounded by parents who loved her and a brother who kind of liked her and a lifeguard ready to rescue her. She lived because she didn't go through the water alone. Good day to you, Simplify listeners. I'm glad I'm not on this podcast alone. You're listening to LJ Harry, and you're listening to When We Walk on Simplify. There's a similar scene in the scripture. In Isaiah 43, God stands at water's edge with his arm around Israel, his people. As the sun sets, the air cools and the wind whips up. And together they look across dark water as the chilled waves crash against their feet. In one sentence, God warns and comforts his people. He said, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Oh, I wish that word was if. But he said when. It would be great if we did the right thing, the right way, the right time, every time. And we had a shot at living life unscathed, didn't have to even go near the water. But we don't. Even if you make seven figures, have a house in Malibu, Paris, and Vail, and your name emblazoned on a high-rise, at some point in your life, you will walk through the water. I'm sorry, I wish I had better news, but there is peace in this promise. When you walk through the water, God will be with you. God himself stood with his arm around his people, pointed to the water, and said, When you walk through the waters, I will be with you. Faith is not believing we won't walk through the water. It's believing we won't walk through the water alone. As I've lived life, I can't help but wonder how deep the water is for God's people. From that first doctor's visit, you've been walking through the water. Since you got the call from the boss to meet him in his office, you've been walking through the water, wondering how you're going to get another job as good as the last one. Since the day the landlord or the bank told you that your home is now their home, you've been walking through the water, 
Since the accident changed your life and lifestyle, you've been walking through the water. Since the day since the day you buried someone you loved then lost, you've been walking through the water. Since the day someone you loved walked out, you've been walking through the water. I wish you didn't have to walk through the water. I really do, but you do. But you don't have to walk through the water alone. The one who knows your name and formed you with his nail-scarred hands will walk with you. When you walk through the water, don't lose heart. Don't lose hope. And don't let go of your faith. Lift up your eyes above the waves to the one we know who walks on the waves. When you walk through the water, you will not walk alone. You might count yourself out because you're walking through water you shouldn't be walking through. Maybe you've been trying to swim back to shore, but the waves of regret keep washing you back out to condemnation, and you just can't get to shore. Why would God help you? You're the reason you're walking through the water. Well, you know what? So was Israel. All through Isaiah 42, God wanted to walk with them, but they kept walking away from him. They walked away and walked away and walked away, and the farther they walked, the deeper the water got, until finally when they wanted to turn back to him, they were so far away from him. Although they turned their backs on him, he never turned his back on them. That's a faithful God to a faithless people. They suffered dearly for their sin, but God was with them through every crashing wave to make sure they didn't walk through the water alone. You need to write this in permanent chisel tip sharpie on your soul. Faith is not believing we won't walk through the water. It is believing we won't walk through the water alone. Don't allow Satan to condemn you because of your past. You're not proud of it, but you can't change it. But you can ask God to forgive you for it and ask him to give you a brand new beginning. Sometimes we walk through the water because of sin. Sometimes we walk through the water just because of life. Either way, we won't walk through the water alone. Our Emmanuel, God with us, will walk with us. I hope that's comfort for somebody and a blessing to your soul. Whatever water you're walking through right now, we are going to pray that you would feel the presence of the Lord with you and that you would know for sure the God who fights for you also walks with you. Jesus, I thank you today. You are great. You are awesome. And you are so good. You do not leave us on our own, especially in difficult times. And I don't know what everybody listening is facing, but please minister to them. If it's sickness, if it's a job layoff, Lord, if they've lost somebody they loved, if somebody they loved walked out, whatever they're dealing with, whatever water they're walking through, I pray let them feel your presence right now. Let them feel your goodness, your grace. I pray comfort them, surround them, Jesus. Let them know you are with them. And I pray you would walk with them through the water and get them out to the other side. I pray this, bless them in this way, in Jesus' name, amen. I hope this has been a blessing to you and encourage you. If you know somebody right now who's been walking through the water, would you please share this episode with them? It's certainly not about just getting more downloads or more listeners or subscribers, but this is about ministering to people who need to hear that God is with them even when they don't think he is. So please do share this with them. Let them know they can listen to Simplify on their favorite podcast apps and platforms, and hopefully this will be a blessing to them. If you would like to pick up a copy of the devotional, Simplify, it's a 52-week devotional I wrote about three years ago, and it walks through the calendar year. If you would like to pick up a copy of that, 
You can do so at PentecostalPublishing.com. It's filled with devotions, much like this one, and a prayer at the end of each one to help us to pray what we've learned. You can get that in Amazon, also in Kindle. And then one more shameless plug, I have just finished my second book, and it is called Ten Words, and it is a practical look at the Ten Commandments. And if you would like a copy of that, it will be coming out in July, but you can pre-order at PentecostalPublishing.com and get your copy right away as soon as it comes out in print. I'm excited about that. Next week here in these United States, we celebrate Mother's Day, and I will tailor a devotion next week toward that. It's called Thank God for Abigail. And if your mother's name is Abigail, this will be incredibly fitting for her. But even if not, it'll still be fitting for her. Please join me next week. I'm looking forward to it. And always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.